In today's gospel, our Lord tells us one of his most well-known phrases, repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. The first half of this phrase is quite straightforward, uncomplicated, and sometimes not all that difficult for us to do. Take perhaps the most obvious example, would be paying your taxes. Every spring I get a letter from the man who prepares my taxes, and in that letter he tells tells me how much I owe throughout the year. And then on a quarterly basis, I sit down and I write a check for my taxes and my social security payments, and I put it in the mail. I might not like doing it all that much, but I do it without really thinking too much about it. Or relatedly, think about voting, doing your civic duty, giving the state what is the state's due. Whenever there's a big-time election, I take some time to think about it, pray about it, discern. I then usually get my absentee ballot, and I fill it out, have a witness sign it, and I mail it in without thinking too much about it. Same thing goes for a service that someone has done for us. Uh, This past week, I had my oil changed, and so I went to Valvoline, got the oil changed, got a new filter put in, and then I just handed over my credit card and paid for it without thinking too much about it. When it comes to paying taxes, or voting, or paying for a service rendered, usually we just do this without thinking too much about it. It's not very complicated or not very difficult. But what about repaying to God what belongs to God? This is a little bit more challenging. On the one hand, it's more challenging because it takes some reflection and prayer to actually acknowledge what does belong to God. And then secondly, it takes a great act of faith to actually repay God what he deserves. So what is God's? To answer that question, let's look at the gospel. Jesus asks the Pharisees and the Herodians, whose image is on the Roman coin? And they respond, well, it's Caesar's. So then he says, well, give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Think about another time in the Bible when we hear the word image. Give it some thought. You'll remember in the first book, first chapter of the book of Genesis, we hear male and female, he created them. In the image of God, he created them. Just as that Roman coin was stamped with the image of Caesar, so you and I, in a way, are stamped with the very image of God. What this means is that like God, we have intellect, and so we can know things. Like God, we have a will, and so we can love. Like God, because of these faculties, we can enter into relationship. By grace, relationship with God and also with one another as well. These wonderful faculties that are given to us, the great privileges that are given to us because we're made in the image of God, reminds us that we are not our own. Our lives are not our own. Rather, they are God's. And so we should put our lives at God's service. This is oftentimes difficult, though, because sin weighs down upon all of us. St. Augustine defines sin as being incurvatus in se, which means being curved in upon oneself. Because of sin, we, often, we are all too egotistical and self-centered. We need to break out of that. Similarly, because of so many voices in society telling us that our lives are our own and we can do with them what we want, it's difficult for us to remember that our lives are not our own. They are ultimately God's. 
ultimately the great model of what it means to be open to God and to place our lives at his service is Christ on the cross. We look upon the crucifix, there we see that our Lord is not clinging to himself in any way. He's not trying to control his own existence, but rather he has given it up entirely out of love for you and I. He has given his life to the Father. And so too, if we are going to acknowledge that our lives are not our own, we need to, like Christ, let go and freely allow God to do with us what he wills. We need, each and every single day, to offer our lives to God. Perhaps the most powerful way that we do this is at Mass. We know that the Mass is truly a representation of the self-offering of Christ to the Father. At every single Mass, under sacramental signs, Christ offers himself to the Father. We participate in his self-gift that exists eternally in heaven. And so at every Mass, we are invited to make a total offering of our lives to Christ. And in Christ, we are offered as a wonderful sacrifice to the Father. If we're going to offer our lives to God, though, we need to offer the many aspects and dimensions of our lives as well. And one of those certainly is the resources that God has blessed us with. You will remember if you were here last weekend that I did preach about stewardship. And today we have our Commitment Sunday. So this time I'd like to invite our second graders and third graders to please, please come forward and pass out the pledge cards. Many of you received the pledge card in the mail this past week. Uh, and some of you already filled it out and turned it in to the parish. So if you did that, I'm very grateful. I thank you for getting on, the, getting on it right away. Um, maybe you brought your pledge card to Mass today, which is great because you can put it in the collection basket. Um, if you didn't do either of those two yet, no worries. Uh, we have plenty of uh, empty pledge cards here. And our second graders and third graders are coming around right now. They're going to pass the baskets down the pews. You're welcome to take a pledge card and then also one of the pencils. You can just start right in the center pew there. So I invite you to please take a pledge card and take a few moments here to pray about what you can share with the parish this year. Our goal is really to have 100% participation from all of our parishioners. Um, maybe it's been a harder year for you and your gift will be a little more modest. Regardless of what your gift is, we just really want to try to get everyone to pledge if possible. Pledging really helps us budget prudently for the upcoming year. So it's a great uh, help to us if we know how much uh, you're going to pledge. Um, you'll also note that this is a pledge card just for St. Francis Cabrini. So if you are from St. Mary's, you received a different pledge card in the mail. Also note that on the back of this pledge card, uh, there's also a place where you can list prayer intentions. So if you put those intentions down, we as a parish will be certain to uh, pray for your intentions as well. So we're going to take some time now just to pray about what the Lord is asking us to give. And then in a few moments, our second graders and third graders uh, will come back again to, to collect your pledge cards. Uh, in advance, know my deep gratitude to all of you uh, for your generosity to St. Francis Cabrini Parish.